Let us not forget all God's benefits as stated in Psalm 103 verse 2. As believers, we must know God has our best interests at heart. He wants us and others to join Him in the kingdom as His Son Yeshua sacrificed Himself for us. Be a part of this magnificent story and become a partner with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery, co-host of the Stone Builders Hour. As the laborers, they are spreading His good news. Contact them at welivingstones.org or call 580-634-5896. Once again, that website is welivingstones.org and that phone number is 580-634-5896. Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary Montgomery, my lovely wife, Elder JC. Here we are in 2023. Yay! Praise God. And as we prepared for 2023, you know, everyday challenges that test our faith and trust in the Lord. And, and you know, when we're going to a new year, uh, fear and anxiety can rob us from faith. And the future may seem uncertain to you right now or to us sometimes. And worry keeps occupying too much room in your heart, in your mind. But remember this, folks. The almighty God is already in all of our tomorrows. God's timing is perfect. And this is a perfect time for you to tune in to the Stone Builders Hour. Well, welcome podcast and radio family to another informative session. And I just have to tell you this particular one, make your faith work for you is for me. Yes. We bring you great tidings in the Lord and his holy word, the Bible. And you know, last week, when you heard the program, we focus on our review of the year 2022. What a year it was. Because yes. it's over now. Thank We're you. on to the new. Mm. The overall theme is how uh, we follow the, um, if we follow the Almighty's commands, things won't look so bleak. Uh, the short history we do uh, we gave included crises about our everyday life, our children, grandchildren too, and the world crisis. It led us to a great session on what Pastor and High have to look forward to in 2023. But today, our focus is going to be how we make our faith work for us. So you need to stay tuned because we're going to have some interesting words to give you, words of encouragement, words of wisdom, because that's what we always need. They said, if you get anything, get wisdom, according to James. Praise God. You know, you said the right thing about how this is for us. True. <laughs> because, uh, you know, uh, as farmers, um, you we're always <laughs> fishing and hoping in a brand. <laughs> oh, God, my goodness, you know, and something, you know, when things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill and the debts are high and the funds are low. Oh, boy, you know, that's the name of a farmer. <laughs> but rest if you must. But don't, don't you quit. Yes. And what keeps you pushing is faith. Because mm. faith without works is, is dead. dead. And based on our research to get ready for today's show, JC did the primary purpose of the of today is, you know, biblical principles 
you know, we we were reviewing about faith, and we decided to to focus on Apostle James, uh, who spent a great deal of his time discussing faith, how faith and works go hand in hand. And this is essential to our walk as believers to keep our eyes focused on above. And just remember this. It's Apostle James who speaks about we must not only be hearers of the word, amen. but also doers of the word. Double you'll, amen. You'll find that in James one twenty two. Uh, the epistle of James is a tribute to you, y'all, y'all know that James is Jesus' brother, right? He's one of the James, He's but he, but he was one of the ones that was with Jesus at the beginning. This is a focus on his brother. Now, can you imagine from James' perspective that you're growing up together, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, uh, he grows up and he uh, everything kind of disappears after his youth, so his teenage years and young adulthood until he shows up on thirty. He was just a carpenter's son. Amen. And I'm sure his family and his brothers, and just like those people in Nazareth, they all looked at him as being the carpenter's son, and no one special because nothing good comes out of Nazareth. Nazareth. Amen. But then James, you know, he opened, thank God his eyes got open and he wasn't jealous or anything, but gave you tools in order to, um, to survive. And, and Yeshua's brother, when he was writing the gospel, he, he was so active. And so let's just say he had the gift and became the leader of the church in Jerusalem. And it's good to note that James converted after Yeshua appeared to him, as noted in Acts one fourteen, during the upper room experience, just so like to, with everybody else. Yeah, so I was just going to say, he wasn't a believer in the beginning. Because that's my brother. Yeah, so sometimes God's got to touch the spirit. In order for you to understand, yeah, that's my brother. He could be crazy, <laughs> and, and 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 Acts it spells out the story where the disciples receive what Yeshua promised for them to do, what he did during the missionary work. Y'all will go out and heal, yes, cast out demons, yes. You know, you will be doing what I do. That was some power that they gave them, and I'm sure that they didn't even know how to deal with that power. Well, you know, if anyone hasn't been following, you need to find the movie that's out called The Chosen. Mm. And one of the reasons I like it is because it makes Christ human. It shows him having uh, levity. Mm -hmm. He jokes around. He also knows how to calm the spirit when people are anxious because the different characters of the apostles were so clear that you see it when people say apostles and they say Peter and, you know, James and Mm -hmm. Paul, you know, you don't see them as people. You just see them as what's in a book, but the movie brings them alive. So if you haven't yet follow it, they're now in season three, three, and it's an excellent out of all of the ones that we grew up with. I think it's one of the best. And it also has a diverse population as was told during that time period. So yeah, yeah it, it it brings the Bible alive. Yes, it does. It shows yes, personality, it yes. conflicts, yes, and, and uh, things that um, you know the insecurities and and right. that the, the apostles had. And so it's yeah, it's heavy stuff. I recommend it too. 
Well, you know, James tells us explicitly, and all of you know that, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. And that's James 2.26. Not only is it dead, Mm. but you might as well say it's worthless. Because if you don't have works, (laughs) James said, show me your faith by showing me your works. Mm. That's interesting, because if you don't have any works, faith doesn't mean any that's right you need some calluses right <laughs> put it to work not just sitting uh you know that that looking that brings back the scripture man don't work don't eat amen amen and, and so we should not be on a man should not be receiving welfare unless he has some physical or mental or some kind of disability mm. uh <clears throat> if you are an able-bodied person you need to go to work yep yep So we're going to show you how to do that. First, we'll define faith. Then we'll define works. And then we're going to provide some arguments that James came up with that he thought were important to put your faith to work. Our English word faith, as found in the New Testament, is a translation for the Greek noun pistis, P-I-S-T-I-S, which is often defined as firm persuasion, conviction, or trust. Do you hear that? Your faith is your persuasion. That means you know that things are going to work out. It's your conviction. No matter what everyone else around says to you, you believe or trust. The noun form pistis comes from the verb pietho, I guess that's what it is, which is translated as believe, have confidence, persuade, trust, or obey. Look at how strong these words are when you talk about faith. According to the dictionary, besides the definition that says a belief in God, faith is defined as confident central to our belief. And according to Hebrews eleven six, I love this verse because it is so true. But without faith, it is impossible to impossible. please him. Do you hear me? God says you need faith in order to please him. Further on, it says, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So not only my faith says I believe in God, but I also believe that he's going to give me everything that I seek Mm. diligently. Do you know what the word diligent means? That means you scratch the surface. You know, it's so funny whenever uh, uh, crack came out and they came out with the movies and you would see people searching for the crack. (laughs) It would be like a a rock. Right. And then they'd be on the ground (laughs) digging for it, trying to find the little pieces that fell off. That's what I mean by diligent. (laughs) You scratching for finding where God Mm -hmm. is. Is like a crack. Oh my goodness! Hey, but we seek so many things. Mm, They're trying to get that fixed, right? Mm. That that we we need to have that same fixation on God. So you know it's it's true. (laughs) It's something to go over and to reiterate how important faith is. Visit Habakkuk two four. It states, behold, his soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in him, Mm. but the just shall live by faith. 
By his faith. By his faith. So, and we always use that the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. But we never look at the first part. Behold, his soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in him. Mm-mm-mm. And the other scripture is Galatians 3.11. And uh, it says, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. Mm. It is evident. For the just shall live by faith, and the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. Mm. See, faith is important, but also our works. You know, saving faith must include our deeds and work. And that's why the word says faith without works is dead. It is more than our consent. Demons have that kind of faith. Hey, that's what you was talking about. Yeah, you know, you scratching the ground, or you scratching your skin after you get a fix, or you got you. you <laughs> how come evil always so dedicated? Mm, that's interesting. Uh, that might be a conversation. Wow, another session. <laughs> but that's true. Yes, they are. Doing. But biblical faith is best defined as active obedience. Mm. The one common denominator of every person in Scripture who honored the Almighty by their faith is that they have actively obeyed Him. What did they do? Actively obeyed mm. Him. You know, James 2.25 states, And the Scripture was fulfilled, was said, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. Didn't that Israel Breed did a song of that? I am a friend of God. <laughs> uh, so he took that out of scripture. Yes, he did. And likewise also, was not Rahab the harlot justified by works mm. when she had received the messengers and had sent them out another way? And, and that's the story of when they uh, when the, um, Israel crossed over to Jericho, they went into to the spy. Out and Hagar helped the spies get in without getting caught, so they can come back in. and uh, And that had to be uh, Caleb and Joshua because they're the only ones that came, came back, back with a good, good report. report. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. <laughs> so we just need to understand that um, part of this in this part of what we're talking about faith is something that happens because you put it to work. See, so many of us want somebody to hand us something. And I think Pastor alluded to that with uh, being on welfare. And it's not that it's some people are in need of that. But able-bodied men and women need to be doing the work. And why? Because God said that you need to put your faith to work. We're going to be right back right after this short intermission to talk about what it is that we can do to put our faith and work together. Praise God. As a creative businesswoman, I grew up in the church. As I have gone through many challenges, God was the most important thing to me. Pastor Gary and Elder JC's ministry has been a blessing to me. You can receive a blessing too by listening to them on the Stone Builders Hour. I listen on Wave 94.1 FM every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can also get the good news on iHeartRadio, 
Spotify, and SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast. Check them out. Welcome back. Welcome back. And I just want you to know that we are here promoting the Word of God because it's so important for you. And I want you to, we want you to help us to promote it too by becoming a stone builder yourself. We're reaching out to more stations and crisscrossing this country with this word. Do you know how important it is? Because sometimes people don't believe that they can do anything. Join us in getting this word out to as many followers as possible. Yes, indeed. Because we know that just something as simple as this, having faith is important for you to accomplish all that you can. You you know who has the greatest faith? Me. Well, besides (laughs) ourselves. No, but the greatest faith that you that can be demonstrated is through kids yeah they will want something and believe for it even if they have to work for it but they know they're going to get it and they're never deterred uh, i used to have uh, my uh, jelena my second daughter she was always like that she was always trying to figure out a way <laughs> how to get what she wanted and she always, most of the times, did. I remember I was going to school, uh, taking her to class one day, and the school teacher that she had second grade told me that um, she really wa- she wanted to talk to me for a few minutes. And I'm going, oh Lord, what does she do now? Because Jelena was good at she was a good <laughs> demonstrator of what she wanted something. She put her mind to it. So the, the teacher was saying, she says, well, you know, I really don't mind, um, but Jelena comes in and she wants me to redo her hair Hmm? what i said why are you redoing her hair well sometimes she doesn't like it and she want what (laughs) you were doing it (laughs) so we had a discussion but jelita even to this day is the same way if the hairdresser doesn't do the hair the way she wants (laughs) she makes him do it over that she is determined to have her way on certain things. And that's what it is. It's faith with work. So if we define faith first, we talked about faith, we're going to define works. And in that case, that is really works. Um, The scripture speaks about works in two categories. There are the works of persons and uh, that we talk about of the flesh and there are works which are done with the assistance of the spirit which bring glory to god and that's the second one that's important to us because you know the works of the flesh are they're mentioned quite frequently in the new testament paul talked about them in uh, galatians 5 19 through 21 adultery fornication uncleanness oh did you think i was talking about picking up a hammer that kind of thing licentiousness idolatry sorcery hatred contention jealousy outbursts of wrath selfish ambition dissensions heresy envy murders drunkenness and reverie he concludes by saying that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians 5.21. So you heard all those things and you know all of those things are of the world. The world is not going to inherit the kingdom of God. 
Paul also teaches that we are saved by grace through faith and not by our own works. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Because you know it. Man will mm-hmm. boast if he's doing a good thing. Oh, I did it. I did it. You know, I put that together. I, that, that's okay to, uh, what's that, to be an encourager or encourage even yourself. But the majority of the things that we talked about of the flesh, selfish ambition, envy, murders, drunkenness, is the way the world is. But God's not talking about that. He's talking about doing works of the Spirit. Pastor, what do you think? I think that it's not always easy to trust in the Almighty, especially during hard times. It's not always easy to have faith in God. Through the ups and downs of life, it may feel like you were thrown into an ocean unable to swim. Mm. But you are able to keep your head above the water when you put your faith in Yeshua. Because He is your redemption. Redeemer yes. and your Savior. Yes. And faith comes from having perfect peace and knowing that the Almighty is good all the time. All the time. See, the works of the Spirit do not originate with us. Yes. They do not come from our lust or flesh. They flow from the Holy Spirit, mm. just like in Acts. You know, Paul teaches that we were created to live by such good works in Ephesians 2.10. In contrast to the works of the flesh, the Apostle Paul, he tells us the works or the fruit of the Spirit mm. in Galatians 5.22, which includes love, yes. joy, yes. peace, mm. long-suffering, mm. kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and, <laughs> and above all. Self-control. I saw a video of these people somewhere. I'm not even sure where it was at, but it was in a Waffle House yes. where people at two o'clock in the morning, people uh. are so, some of y'all up north don't know who Waffle Houses are, but that's a big thing down here in the There's, South. Right. They're, they're breakfast. Yeah, breakfast. They say breakfast at lunch and dinner, but it's mainly people know them for their waffles. And, and there was a major fight. People jumping up over the counters, and throwing chairs and things of that nature. It was complete loss of self-control. Chaos. Yes. Yeah. I think alcohol and drugs had a lot to do with it. <laughs> Probably. Too. But, you know, that's the contrast. And, of course, it's, it is the works or fruit of the Spirit, which Apostle James referred to relating to faith to works. He's not calling us back to live in the flesh, nor to try to please the Almighty or win the favor of God with our own works, which are done in the flesh. Apostle James, he's instructing us to walk in the spirit by faith. And we do. Our lives will manifest the works or the spirit of the flesh. I mean, (laughs) the works are fruit. Without these deeds of the spirit, faith is dead. That's what I was trying to get out. <laughs> faith is dead. That goes back to yeah. works and faith. Because all of the things that we discussed of the flesh were all evil. Mm. I mean, let's face it. If man is left to his own devices, this world is about to burn up. 
Pastor, some of the, uh, I believe we have come to the practical side because we talked about faith. We talked about works. They go hand in hand. And now we need to be guided to how we can connect better or more to our God. And James proposes these three arguments as it relates to faith and faith and works. First, he says we must have saving faith saving with appropriate faith. works. Saving, saving faith? That means I got it saved up, it's stored, because it says in James 2, 14 through 17, what does it profit my brethren, though a man say he had faith and have not works, can faith save him? Hmm. So if I'm doing, I have all the faith in the world, but I'm not doing the things of the spirit, is faith going to save me? And he goes on to say, if a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what does it profit? Even so, faith, if it had not works, is dead being alone you know I, one of the things and this is a pet peeve of mine whenever we were working in the um with churches and just doing different things with our ministry one of the things that always got me is we have a number of churches within the community but whenever we would talk about doing certain things or we would propose right. certain things especially being in the ministry of working with prisoners and ex-offenders they would always say, well, they're not in my neighborhood. They're not in my community. We are a community of believers. We need to be reaching out to those who we know are dead. And if we're saying those kinds of things, yep. we have no works. Mm -mm -mm. That is so sad. So sad. The faith which god requires must be accompanied by the appropriate action of course and to believe in the almighty and to not obey him is the very essence of sin mm. it, 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 it is missing the mark it is falling short of the glory of god our faith must show itself in action mm. it's just like uh, we're gonna go out here we're gonna go plant some uh uh, some uh, veggies and everything. Right. And I'm expecting by faith that this thing's going to come up and pop up through the ground. We're going to yep. have to crop this this yep. spring and stuff. We are. Even demons believe and tremble, knowing God. That that's James. We go back and just check that out in James two nineteen. It is that faith without works that is dead. As noted earlier, we discussed the faith of Abraham and Rahab. Some of you may not be able to relate to these individuals, but from the Old Testament. But James also relates as the body without the spirit is dead. So faith without works is dead. How profoundly moving is the experience of seeing the spirit of a person depart, leaving only a dead body to remain. Mm. Uh, watching my mom pass on. That's what he was talking about. Yes. When you see life and then death enters, it, it'll take you back. The body is but a temporary dwelling place for the per, of a real person. And when the spirit is absent, life departs and an empty, dead body is left. 
you know, we need to be practicing, ladies and gentlemen, because I know we're coming to the close of our program, live faith. But unfortunately, a lot of our churches are not practicing that and we're and they're managing a body of professing believers but we must move from deadness to life we must follow him what he said earlier active obedience that is what it means to live by faith only when we have this live faith can we fulfill the word of our god when he says let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works mm. and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthews five sixteen. Uh, Pastor, we have a short second here. If you're going to end uh, us say, in prayer, mm-hmm. yes, uh, I think we're going to have to continue with faith. There's so much more I want to talk about. But uh, Father God, we bow before you and recognize our great need of a Savior. Today, we want to lift our hearts and give thanks for your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. We lift our hearts in praise to Yeshua. And as your loved children and your redeemed servants, we lay our lives before you in worship. Worship. All right. So Pastor said it. We're going to do more on faith because I think it's so important and key to our survival. (laughs) This is selfish. This is for me. (laughs) And me. I need reinforcement. (laughs) God bless you all. Tune in next week. All right.